Welcome to the Notespire Music Artist Insight Podcast, giving you a unique insight into the music and ministries of independent Christian artists. Here's your host, Paul Gibbs. Thank you so much, and welcome everyone to the podcast. We are talking uh, to Vanessa. Vanessa Milanesi is her artist's name, and she is talking to us on the phone from Allendale, New Jersey. Vanessa, welcome to the show. Hi everyone! Thanks so much for having me. We, how is the weather in uh, in Allendale? And that's not too far from New York City, you said. Correct. It's about thirty minutes away. It's actually a beautiful day right now. It's sunny outside. It's it's nice and warm out. So I just got back from a walk with my daughter. So just soaking it all in before this winter comes. Oh yeah, winter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad to hear that. We've got a good day here in Southern Pennsylvania as well. Uh, I was out this morning, and my goodness, I don't think there was a cloud in the sky. But then within a couple yeah. hours, it was like all cloudy. I don't know what's going on with that. But anyway, uh, we still we got a great, great day here. So, Vanessa, we saw you not too long ago at an event, probably fairly close to you. I don't remember exactly what the town was, but it was the... Uh, uh, it was ba- Cranberry, Cranberry, New Jersey. Cranberry, New Jersey. There we go. Mm-hmm. And uh, so tell us a little bit about that, and then we'll get into uh, into the, with the music and things that you are, you've got going on. Yeah, so that was um, Battle of the Bands, and that was my first year participating in this event. Um, John Acunzo, who kind of runs the event, he reached out to me after I had played a coffee house in Montclair in February of 2023. And after that performance, he reached out and was like, I, I host this event and I would love to get you on the roster. And, and we just talked about it and I, I loved what the event stood for. It was, it's for um, raising awareness for child abuse and trafficking and raising funds for therapy so I definitely was on board for the cause and it's um, it's all these Christian artists. They come and they compete against one another and they sing their songs. And then the audience votes on, um, gives everyone a score. And then at the end, you know, there's a winner in each category. And I mean, this was just a, a side thing, but I was able to win the singer songwriter ca- category, which I was so surprised and honored to win. But it was really all about just raising awareness and helping these children. So I was just so happy that John reached out to me, and it was a wonderful night and a great event. That was a great event. Notes player, we were there, my, myself, and uh, just to let your listeners know, myself and my partner, Nate Miller, here in Notes player Music, we were uh, broadcasting on our radio station from from the event. So we got to uh, we got to hear Vanessa and a lot of the other artists there. And uh, actually, Nate, my partner Nate, was actually one of the judges. I hope he voted oh, for you, Vanessa. If he didn't, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> no problem. Okay, I really don't know, <laughs> but anyway, we won't we won't even talk about that. You That's all right. you have got an EP out called Bits and Pieces. This is uh, this is really great. I've got a copy of it in my hand, uh, and uh, thank you for sharing that with us there at the event, so that we could put it on the radio station. Uh, some songs here. You got seven songs on this. Again, the title is Bits and Pieces. Just a couple of the songs. The first one is Praise God Here to heaven that is an intriguing title i'll have you talk about that in a second 
Bleecker Street, even more intriguing title, uh, As I Am, Wings, Do Anything, Someone That You Love, and finally, So Much Yes. Uh, can we take a couple of those songs and kind of talk about them a little bit? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Take your pick. Okay, great. So I would like to start off by just saying, so I released this EP um, actually a couple years ago, but this is the last thing I released. And it was when I was like kind of pursuing this Christian music artistry. And I had a lot of people telling me like, just release some music to get to get your music out there. So I just picked some of these songs. I was very new to writing original Christian music, but I just felt like, you know, I just got to get my stuff out there. So these songs were kind of written over a few years. I wrote them with a few different people and praise God and bleaker, uh, praise God. And so much. Yes. were actually written by Chrissy Nordoff. She is a Grammy nominated and dove award winning songwriter. She mm. actually wrote your great name and famous for the Torin Wells song. Wow. And, um, she actually gave me access to these songs because I had taken her songwriting course and we had built a relationship over the years and she knew I was pursuing being an, an artist and I felt like I was more of a performer than a songwriter. So it, it was just such a blessing from God that she kind of gave me access to her you know, portfolio. And I just felt like those two songs really resonated with my story. Um, Praise God is just about um, God rescuing you when you're kind of in a dark place and when you're feeling inadequate and that you don't deserve to be at the table with God, but you know, he pulls up a chair and he accepts you right where you are. So it's just kind of a song that is praising him and just showing that gratitude that you have, um, that you're going to be praising him from here till, till we're with him in heaven. Mm. So that song's uh, about that. It's a more moody, dramatic song. And then so much yes is just about, you know, once you, once you have that relationship with God and trusting him, it's about saying yes to him and surrendering to him and just being excited to see what he's going to do in your life and just letting go of all expectations and just taking it one step of faith at a time. So that's more of like an anthem of, I think it's a positive and uplifting song and it's, we don't have to be afraid when we're following God because we know he's going to lead us to the best place and uh, he wants to make our life um not good, but he, he came to give us life more abundantly. Yeah. So we, we, John 10, 10, right. Yeah. He's going to, he's going to fill our cup and it's going to overflow in unexpected ways. So that's just, it's a celebration song. So those two were written by Chrissy Nordoff and I was the first to record and release these songs. So I just feel so grateful about that. That is, that is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, to, to, really... to, just, to have, have her let you use, uh, let you record those songs. Wow, that, yes. that, is, that is great. How about Bleecker Street? Where is Bleecker Street located and what's the song about? Yeah, so Bleecker Street is a street in New York City. Um, it's where I was living, and I went to NYU, and NYU is right around the corner, and that's 
that was before I became a Christian. So I was pursuing a secular music career. I thought I was going to be the next Lady Gaga. I was singing rock and roll in all these clubs in the city. And Bleecker Street just has a lot of these music venues. So I was performing in them. But it was also one of the darkest times in my life. I was completely lost, so far away from the Lord. I was working with a lot of evil people that were manipulating me and using me and kind of like grooming me to be this like pop star. And at that time I had, you know, stars in my eyes. I had big dreams. I thought I was going to be famous and on the radio. So I was listening to these influences and dabbling in, you know, drugs and alcohol and just that whole like, nightclub scene and it just wasn't good it wasn't a good time in my life and I couldn't believe that there's like all these cliches that you see in the movies and you read about in the news like Mm. Harvey Weinstein and just older powerful men taking advantage of young girls who have a dream yeah so I was one of those girls and unfortunately it's not a unique story there's a lot of young girls like me that this has happened to but that being said it also brought me to know jesus i was in a hotel room one night and i prayed to god because i was just so scared as to the direction of where my life was going these people i was with and um what they were having me do and i just was very ashamed and i i had no idea what to do but to pray to god i always believed in god i knew who jesus was but I didn't have a personal relationship with him. So I just prayed to God one night and I said, Lord, please help me. I'm sorry for what I've been doing. I know it's been bad, but I have no other option. So please get me out of here. And I fell asleep one night and then I woke up and it was like a light switch went off in my mind. And I was able to see the situation for what it was. It was It was all, you know, just made up manipulation. None of it was real. It was just like these creditors on this young girl. So I was like, okay, if this is what this is about, I want nothing to do with the music industry. I don't care if I make it anymore. I just had this newfound confidence and um, perspective. So I, I quit music and I realized that something spiritual had just happened to me. And, um, I found like a Bible believing church. There's a lot of other backstory, like my aunt, has been a Christian for many years. So she kind of was guiding me. She was like, you have to go to a church. That's where I heard the gospel. Anyway, all this to say, Bleecker Street is about that night when God saved me Mm. um, in in New York City, when the shining lights were blinding me and, you know, Jesus outshined them all. And he rescued me right then and there. Amen. So it was at my lowest point. Um, I didn't do anything but pray to God. I didn't fix all my past mistakes. I just prayed to him in desperation. Amen. And he saved me. Yeah. Wow, what a testimony. And, <laughs> and Vanessa, I'm sure there's someone listening that either um, has been there and has a similar testimony or maybe yeah. hasn't got there yet mm-hmm. and needs mm-hmm. to know that that can happen, that God does yeah. that. When we call out to him. Wow, thank you for sharing that. Uh, So, Vanessa, has music always, um, this doesn't really tie in, but I mean, I'm interested that you were pursuing 
a secular music career, which so many people do. I was in secular mm-hmm. music for many for many years myself, up until the mid nineties, and I've, the whole, my whole life was has been music. But it was mm-hmm. secular music and different bands and things, playing for clubs and weddings and parties and bars and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, never, you know, a situation like you were in. But so let, let me just ask you though, and for for others though, uh, it's uh, you know, music has been always there ever since mm-hmm. almost literally day one. For others of us it comes later in life how did that work for you yeah it's definitely something that's been part of my life for as long as I can remember Mm -hmm. Uh, I just remember being a little girl and liking to sing and knowing that my voice like I I thought I had a good voice so I would sing all the time and when I was in elementary school I I was in the chorus and we had these like solo auditions And I would audition for them and like everyone would go crazy saying like, oh, my gosh, Vanessa, like I had no idea you could sing. And I'm wondering now, like in hindsight, when I look back, like maybe it was all like the attention I got that kind of sparked it. But um, I knew from a young age that I could sing. Yeah. So it was just something I always did. It always came easy to me. I always enjoyed it. I I loved it being on stage. I was a little ham. I loved performing. So it was just something I was always a part of. I did chorus. I did the musicals. um, I was in bands growing up. So it was just something I always did. But it's funny because my whole family, we joke about it. Like my whole family, they're all doctors. Like no one is a singer. No one's a performer. So everyone's like, where did this come from? And we still don't know to this day. It must be like an ancestor or something. (laughs) You're not adopted. But but they say like doctors and musicians like use the same part of the brain. So Uh maybe there's a connection there. Uh, Maybe. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. Oh, that's cool. I was because I was I was going to ask you if you're, you know, if your parents or others, you know, a lot lot of uh, people that I that we interview here, uh, you know, they grew up with music in the family, et cetera, et cetera. And that is often the case, but that's not with you, is it? No, not at all. It's it's only been me. It's always been me. And I'm now I'm like curious to see if my daughter is going to take yeah. to it, but, which I can already tell she's very musical. She loves dancing. So we'll see. Okay. <laughs> yep. I, I same for me. I my I, I I joked about being adopted. I was adopted. Uh but my oh, my wow. parents uh my I, there was no music. Uh my parents were not musical. The my adopted parents but but there was an old uh, an old upright piano in the living room of the house I grew up in and I don't know something about that piano it just drew me to it. Anyway, mm. um so do you play guitar, piano, any other any instruments? I play piano. Okay. Um, I just, you know, very basic. I accompany myself. I do some chords. Um, I play at church. So, yeah, that's that's all I, I play right now. Okay, yeah. I, yeah. I figured you must be... Uh, most people at least play well enough to, uh, like you said, accompany themselves uh, enough to write the songs. Mm-hmm. Most songwriters mm-hmm. can play, you know, something or, or other. Um, yeah, so I, I figured... Um, but that was going to be the case. So, yes. um, so this your your EP bits and pieces is the mm-hmm. first one that you put out, correct? Yes. Okay. Yep. Yep. And um, what's uh, what's it? You know what? I'm going to switch gears here a little bit. I'm mm-hmm. on your Facebook page, and uh, for yes. those of you listening, um, please v- uh, visit Vanessa. And I'm going to spell your last name, Vanessa Milanesi. <laughs> M I L. 
M-I-L-A-N-E-S-I. Once again, Milanesi, M-I-L-A-N-E-S-I. Look her up on Facebook and you will see, and we're going to, let's talk about this, Vanessa. You had uh, quite an experience, well, a couple couple of them at the the Kindred Awards last year. Uh, You took home Best Contemporary Female Artist. Yes. Talk about that. And then you had another experience, which I'm going to lead you into, but let's do one at a time. So (laughs) how was that? Best Contemporary Female Artist. And tell tell our listeners a little bit about the Kindred Awards. Yeah. So the Kindred Awards, actually, I I did not know this existed. So for anyone listening, there are so many things out there, like in the tri-state area that we might know not know are there. So I would just say like research things and, you know, check within your community, but I had no idea this existed. And I got an email one day saying that I was nominated in the best contemporary artist category. I had no idea who nominated me, but I found out later it was a friend of mine, Mark Kaplan. um, And it's, it's all the Christian artists in the tri-state area And it's just like this award show that celebrates these musicians because I know I feel this way. I feel like the Northeast, um, not that we're lacking in numbers, but we're definitely lacking in awareness and presence. I I always associated Christian music with, you know, Nashville and and the South, the Bible Belt. So it's, it's great that we have this representation in the area because... You know, everyone needs Jesus and Jesus is in the Northeast and it's these events that helps bring about that awareness. Mm -hmm. And um, I actually missed the actual awards because I was like about to give birth, Mm -hmm. Um, but I was able to record a speech just in case if I won and I, I, I did win. And it was such an honor because it's you win through votes, through the fans and just knowing that I had had this support was wonderful. And I just... Um, I put it out there on online and Facebook. So people were voting through those outlets and it was just such an honor to know that people were really voting and that people are listening. So it's just a wonderful, it was a wonderful surprise. Yeah. We, uh, I just learned about the Kindred Awards, uh, just a few years ago and, uh, our friend Tim Ewing is the one that, uh, yes. yeah, that puts, that is the, uh, is the backbone, shall we say, behind that. So just a little side note, friends, as you're listening, uh, as Vanessa said, in the, uh, in the, you know, Northeast part of the country, there certainly is options. Uh, and if you want to, if you're like, okay, what's, what's these kindred awards okay you can search that on the internet kindred awards uh but i would suggest my friends to uh you can go to notespiremusic.com we can help you with that but i'm going to suggest that you go to vanessa's facebook page because Mm -hmm. we want you to experience what she has to offer there and learn more about vanessa and that is like one of the first posts that you have there on your facebook page Mm -hmm. is is about the kindred awards and that's a year thing, right, Vanessa? Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay, so that'll be that. Uh, I think that happened already this year, but that'll be happening again next year. All right. As I scroll down, uh, there was an event at the Prudential Center, and you posted about this in June of last year. You had mm-hmm. a chance to meet somebody. Yes. Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if I'm if I'm seeing this right, 
Chris Tomlin was there? Oh, no. Yes. Well, I didn't get to meet him. You didn't, but okay, we, you didn't meet him, but he was... No. All right. All right, you take we it from there. <laughs> you saw. We saw Chris Tomlin at the Prudential Center with Hillsong United, yeah. which is another surprising thing. Like, I, I didn't think these artists came to the Prudential Center, so it's a big surprise, and it's such a treat when they do come up north, um, and I recommend that everyone go see them when they, they're in the area. Tickets are super inexpensive, and it's just so such a wonderful night of worship, and it's such a different concert experience than like a secular music concert like people are singing there's worship and um it's it's interesting to see that the artists like are not making it about themselves but are glorifying god and and um engaging with the audience whereas some other secular concerts are totally opposite so it's it's a pleasant experience and mm-hmm. family friendly of course Amen. So that was uh, yeah. that was that was last year at the Prudential Center, right? Did I say yeah. that right? Yeah. Wow. Yep. <laughs> that must have been some concert. Uh, who was there besides him? Oh, you said Hillsong. Was, yep, Hillsong United. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, wouldn't have been <laughs> wouldn't would have been something if you had, really did get to meet him, huh? I know. Well, it did feel like that. It, 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 even though you're in a stadium, it's it's very intimate, and it it almost feels like. He's talking right at you. So, and you know that's the mark of a good, a characteristic or whatever of a good. Uh, I was going to say performer, but that's not really mm. the the proper term to use, I guess. But uh, yeah, when they feel like you're you're talking right to them, they're they're talking right to you. I should say, yeah, yes. yeah. I've heard about I've heard good things about um, about them and and him. And uh, so, let's talk about. Um, your music a little bit more, and you said that you uh, you your what's your church involvement as far as music goes? So I'm a worship leader at my church. It's a small little church, um, the town next door to me. And just going back from my testimony a little bit. So after I had like quit secular music, I never even considered singing Christian music. I didn't even know it existed. Um, and when I discovered it. I thought it was so cheesy. Like I wanted nothing to do with it. And the Lord laughs when you make plans because (laughs) it completely changed my heart. And I discovered, you know, Christian music is so multifaceted. There's all these different genres. So I started listening to more and more. And then my heart was changing and I just felt like, oh my gosh, I need to be singing Christian Mm -hmm. music. I need to be singing in church. So I just waited for, you know, when the Lord was going to call me up because there was a worship leader at the time. And um, about a year or two after I started going to this church, the, the worship leader stepped down and it was it was an opportunity for me to step up. And I've been singing and leading worship there ever since, since about 2018. Wow. And it's yeah, it's been it's been quite a journey. And then that's kind of when I started my Christian uh, songwriting journey as well. It kind of all like happened at once. And it was totally by the grace of God. I never expected in a million years that I'd be singing in a church and singing Christian music, especially in the Northeast where it's very secular. And um, I'll never forget the first time I performed 
and I, I don't sing at churches. I sing at secular venues because I just I just feel called to do that. And the first time I sang out, I was actually getting booed from the stage. Really? People were yes, because I was, you know, talking about Jesus and sharing my testimony. But then by the end of my set, people were tipping me, they were clapping and, you know, I, I turned it around. But yeah, it's it's interesting singing singing about Jesus. In, I am, in, I, in, yeah, I am fascinated <laughs> by that. I'm encouraged by that. And, and somebody listening, you should be encouraged by that too. <laughs> when you're thinking, oh, okay, I only, I can only, you may feel limited. You may feel, Vanessa, did you ever feel like, um, I'm going to sing Christian music, but I'll probably never get asked to sing anywhere. Did you ever feel, did you ever feel um, like that? But all of a sudden, no. I felt like totally confident because my story is just such a miraculous one and no one can take that away from me. And it's my story. So I just, I share my story wherever I go. And um, no matter what anyone thinks, it's, it's just, it's an undeniable story because I explain exactly what happened to me. And I I just feel like that's kind of what captivates audience, whether they agree with it or not. Um, I'm a living, breathing testimony. And I always, I always felt confident. I don't know if that's just my personality. Um, the Lord made me very fearless, um, maybe because of what I experienced in New York city, but I was always excited to sing at these secular venues. I, I don't know, maybe I like to stir the pot. So good for you. (laughs) I I never felt, I was never afraid. Okay. Good for you. Well, there, that's, that's a, those are good words of encouragement to somebody out there that might be in the same situation or finding themselves heading into that situation. And yet, so you're singing at secular venues when you go out and sing, but then uh, leading worship at the church kind of helps you see both sides of it, as I'm, if I'm saying that right. Yes, definitely. So as I've grown and matured in the faith, I do realize how important it is because I always thought, well, I should be singing to people that don't know Jesus because how are they going to find out about him? Like I felt, I felt the need to, um, you know, the great commission and tell, tell the gospel to people that that don't know it, but there is a need for, for the church and, for you know our brothers and sisters in Christ like they need encouragement too walking by faith and walking with the Lord is very hard and it's discouraging at times and um it's important to go to church and be filled up and to serve one another with our gifts so i i've learned over the years that you know it's not for nothing yes we're all believers in this building but i need to use my gift to serve the church and the community. So it's just as important to to be singing in church and in Christian venues as well. Yes, yes. And I, I love the way you're doing both, uh, sounds like. But uh, there's certainly a need both ways. But yeah, we need to be in church. We need to be singing. We need to be encouraging each other. Mm-hmm. I, I love how you said that. And then... Some of us, not all of us, as I'll, and I'll refer, you know, referring to Christian musicians, some of us are are called to uh, 
to exclusively pretty much encourage each other uh, it uh, sing to and with other believers and that mm-hmm. there's others uh, of us that are are called to go out and 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 reach the uh, reach the unbeliever yeah mm-hmm. amazing yes. Ama- so mm-hmm. what's a what's a typical venue for you uh, look like for example when I first started out, I was actually singing in New York City at some of the same places that I was singing rock and roll in. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> we got the Bitter End, Rockwood Music Hall, um, uh, Starland Ballroom. I kind of was hitting up all these old places and I would get the first slot, the earliest start time. I would warm everyone up. But you know what? I didn't mind that. I was a changed person. I get to bed early these days now. So I would go to those clubs and then different coffee shops in the area and then just random like open mic nights. There's there's a ton of those mm. in the area. So I would just, you know, show up and then a lot of like community events. I'm very involved with my community. Um, when we have town festival days, I will sing for an hour or two. And I always just sprinkle in my songs and, and my testimony and yeah, whenever I can, I just, I sign up and I share my story. Mm, love it. <laughs> yeah, love it. And yeah. uh, do you get to sing uh, at church? Now you said it's, it's a small, relatively small church. So yes. is this a church uh, that um, you get to share your original songs there? Um, I, they're definitely open to it. I just haven't really done that. I've done it. Um, whenever we have like a special one, or if we have like a special praise night, I'll definitely whip them out, but I haven't been doing it during the praise time. Right. Um, I just, you know, I don't know. I don't want to. Right. You know, make it about me or anything like that. I'm right, always very cautious it. of that. Right. So I, I, yeah. I, you know, if I, my personal opinion is you're doing it right. You're, you're, you're getting a chance to, to, to put your songs in there for special things. But uh, yeah, yeah, right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so um, a big praise team, uh, two or three people, four or five. What you got there? Uh, it's it's about four of us. Yeah. Four or five. We have me and another singer, bass, drums, and piano. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Now, is that church, uh, some of the smaller churches tend to like the traditional, uh, to keep the traditional hymns and things in, in there. What's your church like for that? Yeah. So, it's we do a mix. Mix, So, yeah. when I first, um, I did not grow up with the hymns. I had no idea what the hymns were. Mm-hmm. So when I first, when I first started leading, I, I never did hymns and I, I heard there was some chatter and, um, you know, people <laughs> wanted to mix. So I was yeah. like, okay, okay. I, that's totally fair. I got to do my homework. So I definitely sprinkle. I, I usually end the service with a hymn. Yeah. Um, we, we do about four songs. So, you know, half is contemporary, half is traditional. Right. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I try to be, um, you know, intentional about the song choices but yeah. i i definitely had to do my homework there <laughs> <laughs> i understand yeah uh what uh, in in the garden how does that go yeah <laughs> yeah, I, yeah oh my anyway, gosh yeah oh goodness so in our few minutes left um 
you have faced, uh, my goodness, you've got quite an experience. You've faced a lot of challenges and obstacles uh, in your musical life and your life in general. And, uh, you know, I think there's somebody out there, Vanessa, that's kind of is intrigued by that. And maybe yeah. either coming along behind you, maybe finding themselves uh, where you were. Uh, maybe mm. struggling, for example, with this, you know, maybe finding some success in the, yes. in the secular music, but really not feeling fulfilled, maybe successful, but mm. not fulfilled. And they're thinking, I don't know, it may be, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Mm. You know, and there's somebody else that maybe, and I, I find this in talking to different ones too, that would like to get started in Christian music, know that they believe that they have a, they have a gift. God's asked them to do this, but they have no yeah. idea how to get started. Would you uh, Would you like to share some thoughts about those? Definitely. So I would say to do as much as you can. Say yes to everything. Um, step out of your comfort zone. Find a community um, of other like minded people. And just totally surrender it to God. Up until a couple of years ago, I was still very much like had my hands on the steering wheel. And I was so obsessed with like making it even in the Christian music industry. I really I was just like obsessing over it. And one day I just like surrendered it to God and I stopped thinking about it. And that's kind of when all these opportunities started coming my way. Like I, I didn't even have to do the work half the time. People were calling me. I would perform somewhere. And then from that performance, I'd get a phone call. And it was just like a domino effect. And it was all God. Like it became very easy and not stressful. And I just feel like once we surrender to God, that's when he starts moving the pieces for you. And I, I just want to say and encourage whoever is listening to just pray and to not like think about yourself, like think about God and serving others. When we, you know, to redirect our focus, I feel like that's when the changes start to happen. So I started focusing on serving my community more and um, filling a need where there needed to be. Um, like I said, if, if there needed to be a performer at, at one of these charity events or the town, um, the town Christmas walk, like I would fill that need. And from there, that's where the next opportunity would come from. So I would just say, um, put yourself out there in terms of going to community events and meeting people and um, or starting your own event and just seeing what the Lord will do. I would just say, um, don't worry so much and just keep your eyes on the Lord and um, continue doing the things that he wants you to do and he'll work out all the other details. Mm, very good words. You put yes. that, you put that so well. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you certainly did. Yeah. Uh, friends, if you've got questions about that, I know Vanessa would love to talk with you. Please seek her out on Facebook at Vanessa Milanesi, M-I-L-A-N-E-S-I. Uh, and I can't, I can't let you go, Vanessa, without uh, asking you to tell us about the, I'm scrolling here, at the Real Mom Conference. Yes. 
So that was actually, I was again asked to do that through just, you know, the grace of God and my networking. Someone had heard about my name and that I was a worship leader. So I had been asked to be part of this Real Mom Conference, which is an annual thing um, that is held by this ministry called More of Him Ministries. And I was pregnant at the time. So it was just, it was just perfect timing. And it's, it's for all the moms out there and just, you know, raising children in the Lord and the struggles that we all go through. So it was just a wonderful conference of encouragement and lot, lots of practical tips. And I was grateful to, you know, begin the event with some worship. And my baby daughter was in my belly and <laughs> she was singing along. So it was yeah. just a wonderful time. Wow, that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to just share with the listeners uh, from your Facebook page. You've got some pictures there. Uh, seven Habits of Joyful Moms. Choose joy. Keep God first. Don't compare Practice gratitude and take care of yourself. Just mm. good advice for all of us. And, yes. you, and you know, I, I tie that, I, I think that goes for, for us, uh, for Christian musicians as well. Yes. I, I, especially that don't compare. We, get, we, get, we talk a lot about the whole comparison trap thing. We compare ourselves yes. to others, you know, and, that, and that, that can be for whatever topic and, and area of life you happen to be talking to, but talking about. But uh, yeah, well, now, well, is that something that is in your area? Will that be happening? Is that an annual thing, I guess is what I'm saying? It is, it's an annual thing, and it's in the tri-state area. Last year, I believe it was in Pennsylvania, and the year before it was in New Jersey. So mm -hmm. it's usually in the springtime, and again, it's moreofhimministries.org. Okay. They usually announce it, you know, after the new year. So there should be one this, this well, next year, technically. Okay. <laughs> All right. Very good. And yes. finally, you uh, your family is going to be growing here a little bit. Yes, yes. So that, you know, the Lord totally has different plans for your life. Um, <laughs> sure I, does. <laughs> yeah, I, and now I'm like, I'm married. I have a daughter and I have another baby girl on the way due in February. And I just feel so blessed. And I'm just in awe of God and his kindness and um, just his gentleness and how he redirects our life. It's, it's subtle and it's really just gentle like i said i never when i look back it seems like all this crazy stuff has happened but in the moment it's just really sweet and children are such a blessing and you know they change everything so i'm just so grateful to have my family mm, amen is your husband a musician too Nope. He is an attorney. Okay. He's a businessman. He's like straight laced and I'm like the wacky creative. Oh, okay. Type. All right. <laughs> you, <laughs> but it you, works. You offset each offset, but uh, compliment each other. Yeah. That's right. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Well, uh, so uh, Vanessa, what uh, remind people about where they can find you and uh, things like that, if you'd like. Yes, definitely. So as Paul mentioned a few times, I'm on uh, Facebook, Vanessa Milanese. I'm on Spotify, Vanessa Milanese. I'm reworking my website right now, but once it's back up, that'll be VanessaMilanese.com and Instagram, um, social media. My handle is Let Life Sing. Let Life Sing. I think I saw yeah. that here somewhere on here. <laughs> Let Life Sing. There it is. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. I, I apologize for not pronouncing it. Milanese? Oh, that's okay. Milanese. Milanese. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, either way, friends, however you pronounce it, you can, you're going to find a, a real blessing when you do that. And please, uh, friends, I want to re- uh, encourage you to reach out uh, when you find her Facebook page. Please do uh, send her an, a, a comment. Uh, just say hi. There's a message uh message tab there just give her send her a message tell her you heard uh, heard her on the note spire music artist insight yeah that would be great too she'd Yay. love to hear that yes yeah so friends if you're hearing this interview on our radio station on note spire radio we want to remind you that it's also a podcast so if you'd like to hear it again you can do that at any time just search your favorite podcast site for the word note spire or the uh, note spire artist insight if you'd like to do that you can just search vanessa's name uh and with the word note spire or whatever and you will find it it's the artist insight and it's right there you can stream or download it at any time and please feel free to share it she would uh, she would love that as well and Vanessa I think uh, we're gonna have we're gonna be meeting you next year after uh, yeah. yeah in the spring uh, guys just let, let you know that Vanessa is gonna be coming to the studio and recording some songs so that we are really looking forward to that Oh, Amen. I can't wait. Amen. Going to be going to be great. Well, Vanessa, wow. thank you for sharing time with us. We appreciate you and all that God is doing in you and through you. We look forward to uh, meeting you and talking again. But until thank you so much, you're very welcome. Until then, <laughs> God bless. Say hi to the family for us, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk to you again. Sure will. Thank you so uh, much. God bless you. Okay, Vanessa. God bless you. <laughs> bye bye now. Bye. Thanks for listening to Notespire Radio Artist Insight. We hope you've enjoyed the program today. And join us next time when we again bring you a unique look into the lives, music, and ministries of Christian artists. Here on Notespire Radio Artist Insight.